Hi, I'm Natalia Turfa, and this is The Uplift, a weekly devotional podcast for normal people who just need an extra boost. Thanks for listening. The Uplifters, our verse this week is from 2 Corinthians 9. The point is this, the one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So often we reduce verses about sowing and reaping to be about money. And yes, this verse is about money. We'd honestly be remiss to ignore the context where this verse is placed in Paul's letter. But sowing and reaping in scripture is often about a lot more. It's a gardening metaphor, obviously, but if you aren't a person used to this language, it can sound churchy and really weird. Sowing is essentially planting. Reaping is the harvest. So this verse says, if you only plant a few seeds, then you'll only grow a few plants, and you will have a small harvest. If you plant a lot of seeds, then chances are you'll have a lot more to harvest. This metaphor is logical, right? It makes sense. The one who plants a few seeds will only be able to harvest a few things. Someone who plants a lot of seeds will be able to harvest a lot more. It makes sense. But because it's in a passage about money, we should start there. What does it look like? to give a lot of money. How does one even start to think about this? I mean, where do we give? How much do we give? Why do we give? How do we choose who gets what? I've heard people say they look at how much they spend on their gym membership and then they give that amount to a church or an organization that takes care of their spiritual health. Sort of saying, you know, my physical well-being is as important as my spiritual well-being, so I'm going to give equally. I know people who just say, whatever amount I go, out, I spend on going out to eat, I'm going to spend that amount on, you know, giving. So people go straight, I'm going to give 10% of my income to organizations and they spread it out over lots of places. I think this metaphor is helpful when we're trying to figure out what giving looks like. Just think of yourself planting as many seeds in as many places as you can. Think of organizations you are passionate about, doing work that you care about. Think of communities that are in need of help. Think about people who are left out or on the outside and in need. How can you be someone to those organizations and people who sows bountifully? And since sowing and reaping is often about more than money, what might it mean to be generous with yourself? Not just with your money, but with your time and your energy and your care and your kindness and your love. I've preached this and maybe written about it before, but Martin Luther said God doesn't need your good works, 
God doesn't need your love and care for others, but your neighbor does. God doesn't need your love and care for others, but the others need it, right? Your care and compassion for those in the world don't change what God has done for you. It doesn't change your belovedness, who God has created you to be. But how you take care of people, how you sow, matters for those who need your care and compassion and love. Now, the thing I realized recently, maybe more than any other time in my whole life, is that generosity is so contagious. Kindness and love and generosity, are they're all just so contagious. And yet, because generosity often includes money or serving, people who do those things don't want to come across as bragging about it, so they often don't tell anyone. They keep it secret. We give, we serve, but we don't share. We don't encourage others to give or to participate in the sewing, but they could if we invited them in. See, we could invite others to participate in sowing the abundance of God's love and grace in the world. When we sow just enough to get by, we are sowing sparingly. And then, you know, we harvest sparingly. And then, honestly, we just worry about ourselves, what we can get, and we hoard what little there is because that's all there is. Because we only planted a little bit. When you sow bountifully, then there is extra abundance. And when there's extra, someone else can experience the harvest with you. And that person often joins in the sowing next time. That's what I mean when I say, This kind of generosity is contagious. So my question for all of you uplifters is, what might it look like for you to sow bountifully? To be generous with all of who you are, with your heart, with your compassion, with your energy, and yeah, even with your money. The point is this, those who sow sparingly will reap sparingly, and those who sow bountifully will reap bountifully. The Uplift podcast you just heard represents a whole community of uplifters. People who are going through something difficult or have gone through something difficult, who needed something more than trite answers and cheesy cliches. This community now includes you. If you know someone who needs to hear something good today, please invite them into this little group of uplifters by passing it along. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for a weekly email or send me a note, check us out online at upliftlife.org. Lastly, a thank you to Nate Bergengren, who I am now bequeathing the title of podcast producer for his work getting these recordings out into the internet by way of magic? I don't actually know how it works. And also for 
composing the music you hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. He's the best. Thank you.